Good everyone, this is Rita Joyen and welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast. Today's episode, I want to focus primarily on the professional side of how to turn a passion into a profession. And what I mean by that is a lot of the times we don't know, I mean, I've discussed in a previous episode how to find out if the idea that you want to turn a passion to a profession is going to work. And today there's another way of actually doing it as well. So back when I was testing my idea of whether or not um, what I wanted to do was going to actually have any effect, I decided to do a talk. And that was the real, for me, it was real time. Because when, I, when you do a presentation, when you do a talk or a speech or however you want to call it, you can, either, you can gauge there and then whether there is interest in what you're saying, whether there is interest in your idea, whether there is interest in your product or service. And that just pretty much allows you to get to the, the crux of the matter. It allows you to go d- dive deep and just get from the audience whether your product or service, the idea you have is going to work. So if you're in a position where you're toying between a, a, a service, you want to be a consultant, you want to be a coach, you want to uh, be a physio, you want to be a chiropractor, whatever service you want to, or even a product. Here is a specific way in terms of speaking, whether you can decide whether a particular new product or service is going to sell, whether or not, um, the, even if you haven't launched into the business or into the profession, to see whether that's just to test the waters, basically. And it's called a signature talk. It's called the talk that really allows you to speak about what you do, but give a great amount of content and value to an audience. Now, I used to teach this at length. I led two retreats. Um, I taught this in Singapore, in Islamabad, in, uh, oh, so many countries. You know, I taught this in many, many, many cities. And if anyone would like to learn more about what I'm, I'm going to go through the whole steps, how to do it. But there is a video series. I've done like live videos, Facebook live videos on each of these topics. Um, and I'm collating them together so they're in one spot and you can just go and click on these, all these videos and just watch them. So if you're interested to know, to go deeper into each part of how to put the uh, constructor talk together, then uh, let me know, email me, reader at unboxyourgift.com, reader at unboxyourgift.com, and um, I'll send you the link of the Facebook Live videos that I did teaching each of these, the points of how to put a talk together. But I want to talk about holistically how you do it. And if you want to learn more, then um, definitely I'll send you the link and you can... um, and there's nothing there to buy, guys. It's just, it's all there. It's all the information is there. Okay. So the way, when you start a normal presentation, so say you're going to do a speech, if you've done one at school, if you've done a presentation at work, you usually start off with an introduction. When you're looking to see if a product or service is going to work, you do not start with an introduction. Like where, how you present it is not necessarily how you write it or how you're going to get it. So what you're going to do in the first instance is you're going to get a piece of paper and pen. Go ahead and do this now if you like. Get a piece of paper and pen and ask yourself, what is the end result that I want the audience to have, feel, or do when I finish speaking? So we're beginning with the end in mind. We're using a Stephen Covey um, kind of lingo here. What do I want the audience when I'm finished speaking to do, feel, or have? So you might be wanting, I've taught this to charities, to um, donate money or to become more of aware of a cause. What is it that you want the audience to do, feel, or have? And then once you write that down, so say you want them to donate money to a charity, you want them to buy a particular service, you want them to uh, get, gain awareness about a particular um, cause that's very close to your heart, 
The next thing you want to do is what, what's if you're, if you're selling a product or a service, if you're selling a product or service, or if you're asking anyone, if you're asking anyone for anything like their name or email or their phone number or uh, their money to purchase something, even name and phone number, you're asking someone for something. If you're asking anyone for anything that goes from the spectrum of name and email to asking for uh, you know, revenue or money for product or service, what is the result that's possible from using your product or service? You need to get that clear in one word or one sentence. One word or one sentence that's a non-negotiable. What is the clear result that's possible from investing or putting my name and email down or buying your product or, you know, recruiting your service? What do I get? What's the result? And the result is not you will lose weight because that's boring, right? Everyone says you're going to lose weight. The result isn't um, you're going to be happy. That's means nothing like what does that mean happy what happy how you need to get very specific and I'm being very direct here because I've worked with people so many clients on this particular topic and people uh, what they usually do and I, I'm, I'm guilty of this myself we try and get very like general about it the more speci specificity that's a nice s word the more specificity you can add into the result that's possible the greater level of attraction you will get from the people that you're wanting to gain attention from so in other words and Michelle Bridges, who um, was one of the people on The Biggest Loser, there's a show obviously in Australia and in, I think many other countries called The Biggest Loser. And she was one of the coaches on The Biggest Loser, Michelle Bridges. And so, one, so she teaches people, obviously outside the show, she's a personal trainer and she teaches people how to um, you know, lose weight and get fit, obviously. And what's interesting about this is that, and I always use this example because now she's got celebrity status. She's on TV. People know her. She's recognized. If anyone can say, you know, get fit with me or lose weight with me, I mean, someone like her because she's getting results on TV. She's got her celebrity status to leverage when she's working privately with clients and getting more clients. But she wrote a book called Losing the Last Five Kilos. Now, Losing the last five kilos is more specific than lose weight because losing the last five kilos speaks to a particular audience, speaks to a particular psyche, and she will recruit more people who are in that mindset. Yes, it's that, that stubborn last five kilos, right? She is going to attract those at a greater, greater level of attention than just want to lose weight with me. And I give her as an example because she's already a celebrity. Like she's already got the you know she's already recognized for her work so for anyone else who wants to be able to recruit people you don't have to have celebrity status which i'm saying you just have to speak directly to the result that's possible from work from working with you and the more specific you are with the with stating in one word or one sentence what that result is the greater you and i will be able to uh, be able to engage with the right people rather than you know, sit back and think it's not going to work. So that's the first thing. So in a traditional talk or presentation, you start with the introduction, you don't hear, you're starting off with what do I want people to do, feel or have at the end of my talk, you need to get very clear on that. And then the second thing is what's result, what result is possible from working with me in one word or one sentence. 
Okay. I was working with a photographer one time and she was saying to me uh, that, you know, she, she, I said to her, what do you do? She goes, well, I take pictures of people. And I go, and, and she goes, I take, you know, shots for their, you know, social media, for their, you know, brochures. And I, you know, I just took professional shots. I said, okay, but what, what result is possible, you know, from working with you? She goes, well, people get good pictures, professional pictures. I said, yeah, but every other photographer gives professional pictures. I mean, they use their fancy cameras and their fancy lenses and their fancy lighting. But what is it that's going to be different about you? How are we going to speak to the result? And she goes, I, I don't know. Like, I just take pictures of people. I said, well, the result, I think, when I, if I'm going to go to a professional photographer and take a picture versus me doing it on my own iPhone, is really I'm going to a professional photographer to look fit, fab, and photogenic. That's what I want. That's the result that I'm after. Fit, fab, and photogenic. Now, that's the result. Now, I said, can you provide that? Can you provide? There's no guarantee perhaps someone's going to look like a, like a, you know, a model, but can you, with all the lighting and the makeup and the hair and the wardrobe and the lenses, all the stuff that you do, can you get the result of looking someone looking you know fitter than what they usually do, feeling more fabulous than they usually do, and more photogenic than they would if they were under your direction in having a photo taken? She's like, yeah, I can totally do that. So it, we created her service, call, calling it the Fit, Fab, and Photogenic package, which is completely different to this is a portrait package or this is a social media package, which is fine. But fit, fab, and photogenic speaks to a particular person who wants to look that. Now, obviously, you have to be to deliver on the result. That's a given. So that's a total given. You need to deliver on the result. But how this client of mine was going to deliver it was because, well, she, as a photographer, a professional photographer, knows how to use a lens, how to ask people to use their chin and what clothes, colors to wear, what brings colors, what particular colors suit, what color skin tones. And so she knew her craft. I just helped her, you know, get very clear and very specific on how to execute on that result so that it attracted and engaged the right clientele that were looking for that result and that she could provide that result, right? So see that, see the difference. So now that you know what result is possible and what you want people to do, and now in my photographer's case, um, my past client, she wanted to, um, she wanted people to purchase her package. So that was her, that's what she wanted people to do. So by the end of her talk, she wanted to have people purchase her package or, you know, get at least build a relationship with her. So when they needed her, she could be someone that they would consider. So that's the first thing you're doing. Now, the second thing we're going to do now is your introduction. So now that this is all writing, when you deliver a talk, obviously you start with the introduction and all that jazz. But when you're looking to provide a service or a product or generate um, fans for something or create a cause for something, but create a following, you start with this example because you're creating a transformation. Information is great because, well, you're not trying to compete with Google. You know, all the information you could ever ask for is on Google. And you and I are not, are not, not teaching you this to compete with Google. Motivation, you're not looking to motivate people, although that could happen in your talk because YouTube can motivate you. A podcast can motivate you. Anything can motivate you. What you're doing is to transform someone from where they are to where they could be if they were to engage with your product or service. 
And that's your goal. Your goal is to transform. And in the talk that you do, that's why we start with what your offer is or what is the one result in one word or one sentence that you can provide. And moving on. Now, remember, once again, guys, if you want more like deep diving into this, I have done trainings at length on each one of these um, and I've done those for clients and past clients so if you'd like access to those I'm, I'm in the process of collecting them so if you'd like access if you just email reader at unboxyourgift.com let me know that you want videos for a signature talk and I will direct you to the Facebook live videos that I did for each one of these okay and if you've got any questions by all means let me know and the next thing you go to is your introduction and your introduction is pretty much about talking about very briefly about yourself, your journey, your hero's journey, so to speak. How did you start off? Why are you doing what you're doing? And it's really, it really is your hero's journey, but you're not going into the full, like it depends on how much time you have to speak, but it's not all about you. You're giving your background to give credibility and to show vulnerability, to show transparency to show your level of uh, where you're at because that allows people to connect with you. It builds rapport with your audience. So talking about your hero's journey, even though you don't think it is a hero's journey, like you haven't made it, we're not looking for you to make it. We're looking for where you started, where you are, and why you're doing what you're doing. Second thing is you want to be able to talk about your audience in your introduction. Why are the audience listening to you? Tell me about the pain points that the audience have that your talk is going to solve. So you might be, so if I was the photographer, you might be sitting, you know, today, guys, you've probably had a picture taken before and you never liked it. You probably think you look fat in every single picture. You probably think like your hair and makeup looks atrocious and you never want to have a professional picture done again because no one's ever done it right. Can you see how I'm doing? I'm just positioning what the audience must be feeling. And I'm making this off the top of my head, guys. But I'm positioning what the audience might be feeling so that they know I get them. You know, so I, I'm relating everything to the audience, right? That's really important. Positioning your audience is very important. The third thing is positioning the result. This is all in the introduction. Positioning the result is talking about uh, specifically, well, what result? Like, what are you, what's the end result of this talk? Like, what are you going to teach me? I'm going to teach you how to take the best selfie. By the end of this talk, I'm going to teach you what to look for in a photographer. By the end of this talk, I'm going to show you um, how to look fit, fab, photogenic, right? You know what I mean? Like, what's, what, what am I going to get from listening to you speaking uh, as the audience member? And you're going to tell them that. What's going to be possible from what they're going to get from you, from, being, from, you, from them sitting down and listening to you talk? <laughs> Got that out. The fourth thing in your introduction, so you talked about yourself, you've positioned the audience, you've positioned the result. The fourth thing is uh, you go into specifically what, what are the details you're going to talk about. I'm going to talk about um, why people look like they've got double chins in pictures. I'm going to talk about, you know, what colours suit different skin tones. I'm going to talk about what hairstyles suit different face shapes. So you want to, and this is also depends on how much time you have, guys, but what you're doing here is now you just want to give like a little tiny detail, like a sentence of, what your talk is going to encompass. So the previous one was about the result and what the result was possible, but now you're going to go into the detail of that. Okay, so that's really, really, really important. So that's all in your introduction. That's all in your introduction. Then you move on into the content. And the content is exactly what your expertise. 
it's your subject matter, uh, you're the subject matter expert on this. Or if you're not, you're going to get someone who's a subject matter expert and speak about, you know, uh, photography and, um, okay, so here's how, here's how, here's the different lighting on a cell phone, on a on mobile phone. Um, here's the portrait side. Here's how to take a great picture. Here's how to um, move your neck. Here's how to position your chin. So you're just teaching now. In the content, you're teaching. You are teaching because you're the subject matter expert on the service or the product. So you're just teaching them. And it, it's, to, it's relevant to what you said you're going to teach in the introduction, right? So that, And then from there, you go on to testimonials. And so testimonials are people who have worked with you, people who have gained a result with you. And you're basically adding testimonials throughout your whole content. So um, if, you're, if, you've, if you've ever watched uh, one of those, you know those, uh, now don't get turned off when I say this, you know those uh, late night commercials but they have those, you know, you know, buy some steak knives or buy a CD set or, you know, Anthony Robbins had them. And he had like his whole CD set. set. And um, he would have throughout explaining you know, what things, I mean, that's not a talk. I mean, that's an infomercial. That's an infomercial. We're not doing an infomercial here. But what they would do is they would add in testimonials. They would weave in testimonials throughout the infomercial to tell, so people could talk about their results. And that's what you're going to do here. It's not an infomercial. Don't get turned off by that word. You're, you're teaching content, right? You're teaching content. But what you're going to weave in is say you're teaching the art of, um, how different colors look, uh, bring out different skin tones. And so you're going to say, you're going to teach that, you're going to talk about that, and then you're going to say, well, here's Mary. And here, Mary was wearing black all the time because she said that black is the only color that made her feel confident or slimming. And then we said, how about we try some aqua green and some oranges? And we just mix that up with the black. And you can see how it brings up, I mean, it just allows, if you just, you know, you, you want to be able to, because you're young, you know, you're youthful, you don't want to be always be wearing black. So what we did was just mix the black with the orange and the aqua to bring out her um, skin tone and her eyes. And you can, see, you can see how full of life she looks and how, how more confident and how much she loved. Can you see what I'm doing? Obviously, I'm just making this up as I'm going. But I'm just, you teach, and then you add a testimonial that backs up what you just said. You teach. And then you add a testimonial that backs up what you said with an example, right? So that's what you're doing throughout. And then at the very end, guys, you're adding a call to action. You're adding a call to action. So in other words, when you finish speaking, you can't just say to someone, okay, guys, thanks very much for coming here. It's been great. Um, got any questions? Let me know. No, no, you don't, you don't do that ever. In this, remember when you're creating a transformation and you're trying to get people to take the next step with you, whether it's for your product, for your service, for your cause, for your charity, what you want people to do is tell them what you want them to do. Like tell them, okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, thank you so much for listening uh, today. I want to share with you the Fit, Fab and Photogenic package we've got. So all you've got to do is write your name, your email address, fill out your details and um, we'll get you set up. So you're basically telling them what to do. Okay, guys, so what, all we need, if you'd like to add your, we're going to be having a, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a charity here. For those uh, people who are w wanting to be able to volunteer with us and be able to make uh, uh, holiday packages, wanting to make holiday packages with us, um, and who are interested to give their time for a cause that helps children 
uh, enable them to have build confidence and have the skill sets to be able to go confident to school next year, then there is a form in front of you. Please write your name, your email, and pass the form back to us, please. Can you see that? So for those of you who, like I just explained what they're putting their name down for, put your name, email, and pass it back to us. Now, it's important that when you ask for a call to action, you say it in three steps. In other words, you don't say, okay, put your name down, guys, fill it out. Um, someone will be in the back of the room. If you've got any questions, let me know. Um, and then forward the form to the person you see in the back over here. And you, you, you can't give too many directions because you're going to confuse people. So a call to action is just three steps. Um, and the more you can just get down to just talking about in three steps, it's just clearer for someone to understand what to do without having to like, go like, what, what do I do first? What's second? So the clearest thing to do is there's a form being passed out. Put your details in there, please, and pass it back. There's a form being passed out. That's step one. Please put your details. That's step two. And pass it back. Step three. Thank you so much for your time, guys, and I'll see you later, right? So it's really like just you're just letting people know what to do. Um, and that there, guys, when I first started my, uh, my side hustle, I had a business card, I had a website, I had brochures, I, had, I did mail drops. I did everything that I was supposed to do, but I had no clients. And so what I did was I decided to do this exact formula that I just taught you, this system. I went and booked, a, I booked myself into a... Um, a kind of conference and I had about 45 minutes to speak and I just spoke we're using this formula about um, what I was offering at the time and I got my first two clients and that was enough to let me know that I'm on the right track then I did it again and got another two clients and I did it again and I got 15 clients and I did it. so it just kind of got more and more and more and the a reason I share that with you is because if you're struggling to know whether your idea works or not this is a great way to know whether there's any like there's any real potential for the idea. You can try it out with different audiences. You go out and you trial it with different audiences to see who it's going to work with. It's, it's the best way I know and how to go straight into it. Because if I hadn't done this, I know I would have thought, well, maybe I can't, you know, maybe my idea is not very good at all. But I, thank God I stuck with it. And this was my, my last resort. If I, this wasn't going to work, well, then I knew my idea was going to be like and I go and no gain and no brainer. It was gonna just flunk. But when I did this and I got my first two clients, um, I was just like I was so wrapped. I was so excited. Like I remember just like jumping up and down, going, "So I'm not crazy. I'm really not crazy. Like this, like you know, my my stuff does have potential, right? And it's it just allows you to just breathe and just because when you work for yourself and you have your own side hustle, you know, you don't have a manager, you don't have someone to pat you on the back saying you're on the right track. You need to work that out for yourself. And that's probably one of the hardest things I found is changing passion to profession is, you know, being your own cheerleader, even when you feel like it's not, because when you have a manager, someone will give you a pep talk or someone will say, no, this is the right way. This is the, what the, the business wants. This is where we're going. And so you just follow that because that's what you're supposed to do. But when you're working on your own and you're, you know, you question everything because it's from you. There's no one else. That's what you wanted at the same time. That's the irony. You want it to be on your own. Now that you are on your own, you're like, am I doing the right thing? Is this enough? Is this, this kind of thing, what I'm teaching will, um, will solve that question for you if you're ever wondering whether you're a product or service. Uh, and once again, if you'd like the free videos that I go into each detail, they're on Facebook Live, um, but I'm currently just correlating them in a group so that they're all in the one spot. 
And if you'd like access to that, once I finish collating all of them, then email me reader at unboxyourgift.com and I will definitely send out the link to you. Guys, I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope this has allowed you to see past any reservations you may have. If you've got an idea, just find an audience and go do what I've just shown you and then have them be the judge of whether your idea is good, bad or indifferent and then try another audience and then let's try three different audiences and then make up your mind. If you're hesitating about any idea about a product or a service, a cause that you might have or a charity. It's one of the best ways I've worked out how to do it. So wherever you are in the world, I hope this is If this has been of value, please let me know. Please leave a review. Please share it with someone who wants to monetize their passion and that they could use this as a Kickstarter to get it up and running. So thank you so much, guys, once again for joining me. I hope wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, you're happy. And my advice to myself and to you every day is that life is a gift. Let's unbox it.